Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, happy Friday, December 30, 2022. This is our last broadcast for the year. What a year it's been. Isn't it been an amazing, amazing year? A lot of prophetic words have come out that that 2023 will be a much more joyful year than 2022. Uh, of course, there's always reasons to trust the Lord, and we expect the same for 2023. But uh, I'm very excited about the year ahead. Um, I just can't wait to see what God does. Um, I was just telling my staff uh, offline when I pray to the Lord and I pray to Him, I, I kind of address Him. Uh, sometimes I'll say, You're both my dad. You're my judge, you're my friend, you're my counselor. And so, you know, I process what God's saying in the, in, to the body of Christ. But I want all of those aspects. I want the judge's ruling. I want the father's love and the father's heart. I want the counselor's wisdom. You know, I want the intimacy uh, and the honesty of a dear friend. Um, and of course, we have those different aspects in Jesus and in the Holy Spirit as well. So, uh, but I hope you will all be doing what I plan to do is continue to work on a relationship with the Lord, going deeper, 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 deeper in 2023 than ever before. I know that is absolutely my goal and my wife's goal, and we, we intend to really press into the Lord. Uh, so this will be a great year for that reason alone. Uh, we're committed to that personally, So, and I hope that will come across to the shows that we do. Or don't do in this case. So, all right, we're going to bring in Barry Wunsch in just a moment. Um, so, but before we do that, we have a, a new spot about the wells for, and this is kind of ra- a show's a wrap up of the year. So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this final version of the well. So, here we go with that. So, we really appreciate your giving. Maybe we'll leave the donate on button longer today because this is the last day as far as uh, the show is being broadcast where you can give online. Of course, you can give right up till midnight, uh, December 31, and have the tax receipts uh, go for that. Um, so, keep that in mind. And if, as long as your letter is postmarked by December 31, you're good to get the tax receipt. On that, we do appreciate. It. This is the last, uh, those last two days that it really, really counts for us in our year in fundraising, and we really, really appreciate it. I was uh, doing a recording today um, for some people that had given, and um, I really, I wonder if I wrote this down somewhere else, where there's a scripture where it says, "Let's see if I have this one." Ah, uh, this is one where it says, um, "Proverbs 19:17." It says, "Whoever is kind to the poor." lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. So when, you know, people may say, well, Steve, are you guys a prophetic ministry or are you a uh, giving to the poor ministry? And the answer is yes to both. We are both of those things, um, which, and they say, well, which are you first? We're both of those things first. Uh, God rewards diligently giving to the poor. It's a big thing with him. He promises that the way I, the way he's presented it to me is, and in, in, uh, let me give you this other scripture about the prophetic, um, and then I'll say it in Matthew ten forty one says, "He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet re- receives a prophet's reward." So whether you're giving to the poor, which is what you do through us, or whether you're receiving a prophet, which is what you do through us, God says it's kind of like this: I can't help myself 
I honor my word above my name, which is, you know how much he honors his name. He honors his word even above that so that if he promises to bless you if you give to the poor, and if he promises to bless you if you receive a prophet, then you, by giving to this ministry, honestly, truly, the scripture says he will bless you. It's just kind of a fact. You know, you could probably almost not even believe it, and, and, you, and you would still get the blessing because if you gave uh, from the heart, you know. So anyway, we'll leave that on the screen a little bit more today so you won't, so you'll be able to, to mail a check or or donate online. So, all right, it's time to bring Barry Warnch on. He always brings great revelation. Um, and it's really prophetic that we're going to get this really good revelation for the end of the year, or the beginning of 2023 through Barry. So without further delay, let's bring in Barry Warnch. Here we go. Welcome, Barry Warnch. Good to see you. Oh, it's so good to be with you, Steve, and, and everyone here. Now, I know, and I, you know, I don't want to overly uh, um, make a big deal about this, but you kind of had a close call with COVID, and they, they even pumped you with stuff that you, they weren't supposed to when you were asleep. Uh, how are you doing in that? How is your recovery? Because people will be asking that. Well, Steve, thank you. Thank you. And I, I just want to really, you know, thank everyone for their love and their prayers and then their support. Uh, you know, we're, we're working, you know, you know, we're in a, we're in a healing journey here. We're in a recovery. Yeah. And, uh, you know, by the grace of God, you know, we're, we're praying and we're getting stronger every day. Uh, you know, I'm working, you know, by the grace of God, he's brought some incredible, uh, you know, people into our lives that are helping us with naturopathic, Good. you know, kind of, you know, solutions and that to help get built back up and get that yeah. stuff out of me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, honestly, there's days where I'm still a bit weak and, yeah. and still, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I'm still a little bit short of breath. And so I'm yeah. not quite where I need to be. Uh, you know, and I guess the other thing that I'll share, I did publicly share it here uh, a few weeks ago is that, uh, you know, I'm actually on a waiting list for, for some back surgery. And uh, I've got a tumor on my spinal cord. It's not cancer. Uh, let me be clear that's about that. That's good. Uh, but, you know, there's days when, when that thing kind of flares up and it's not much fun. And, you know, I don't understand the mysteries of God and healing. You know, we're, you know, we're searching our heart every day. Lord, let yeah. there be any wicked way within us. Yeah. You know, Lord, search me and know because, uh, you know, it's just where we're trying to do all we can. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I, I just say that I haven't told this part of the story of my own journey. There was, but I was, when I was bedridden for four years, I prayed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours, and I checked every possible condition of my soul and possible sin, possible unforgiveness, possible everything, and and I went through that, and and I just got worse and worse and worse, and God finally revealed to me when He brought healing to me. He said, the, you continue to say, ask forgiveness over and over and over for what you'd already been forgiven for, for. And you were effectively, Steve, accusing me of putting this on you until you could figure out the last thing to ask for forgiveness for. Don't we go there sometime if there's anything in us? And so, but what we can be guilty of saying, well, Lord, if I get, if I could just figure it out what thing to repent of, then you'll come through. And that's like, that's almost accusing him. That's the way you put it to me. Yeah. yeah. So that's, a, I see you nodding your head. We do that, don't we? Yeah, no, we, we do. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're, uh, 
we're trusting him, we're believing him. I mean, he is a God of signs, wonders, and miracles, and he's still doing them today. Yeah. And he he could, you know, if, so the mysteries, I, I don't understand. Yeah. And, uh, but in the meantime, you know, we're not going to stop. We're not going to relent. We're not going to hold back. We're going to keep doing what we're doing and, uh, and trusting in him. Very good. Yeah. Well, Barry, you've got a lot to share with us. I've got the notes, so I'm going to turn that over to you, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, Steve, you know, I was just, you know, thinking this morning as I was up and, and just kind of preparing and spending some time, you know, these words that have come that I'm sharing today, uh, you know, I haven't released them or spoken them until, until you know, and often it's like that. I'll get words, and I don't share them until I'm on Elijah's dreams. Wow. And there is a power that is released with the spoken prophetic words of God that I believe penetrate the atmosphere. Yeah. And, and, you know, a written word will do one thing, but I believe that there's power in a spoken prophetic word of God that goes across into the airwaves. So and funny. I can actually feel, Steve, at times, I can feel that word go out. Really? You know? Even after the broadcast, I'll be, you know, days later, I'll have a wave come of intercession. Really? And I can feel that word breaking up ground. Isn't that and amazing? So, so, you know, it's just a privilege and an honor to join you today to, to yeah. release the fear for, for, you know, the kingdom of God and for our, our dear father. Yeah. And so, you know, equally as important as the prayers that are, are released is the intercession that comes along with it. So as the, as the words are released, you know, today and, and, you know, even, you know, for those that, you know, bring words under the body, you know, there is a carrying and an intercession to see them come to pass. And so, you know, I just pray for that grace to come. And so before we go, I just, you know, if we can just, I'll, I'll open up in some prayer and uh, to go where we need to go. Yeah, to. absolutely. So, so Father, I just, again, mm. I, honor, uh, I honor you, Lord, above all. And Lord, we just, we surrender this time to you today that you would accomplish all that you've set forth, uh, you know, in this time. So I decree and I declare that these words that are released here and today shall and will accomplish all that they're given for according to your will and your kingdom purposes. So Holy Spirit, I ask that yeah. you would fall afresh upon each one, fall, fall afresh upon, yeah. you know, even his team of people and, and yes, your, you know, brother and sister and daughter and, and son and grandma and grandpa, every child of yours, Lord, that's watching this, wherever they are, Lord, I just pray that you'd come over, come over our walls of pain and grief and un, unbelief, Lord. We yeah. surrender to you, Lord. Come, come, even if it's messy, Lord. Yeah. So Holy Spirit, we invite you and we invite the hosts of heaven mm. to come along amongst us today. As these things are released, and Lord, I pray that okay. they would accomplish all that you have for your kingdom and purposes and assignments of Adonai, our, our Lord and our Master. So, Lord, bring a fresh anointing of your presence mm. and your love onto each one, Lord, who hears this today. Open every heart. And we decree, we declare there'll be no backlash, no retaliation for what's yeah. shared here today. And above all, Lord, may your name be glorified. Yes, in man. all that's shared today, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, Barry, you're tender today. I can tell you had said before the show, you, you, I know you are tend to be the weeping prophet, but sometimes it's on you stronger like today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I confess that I've been, you know, kind of weepy here the last, the last few days. 
And uh, when he takes you into these places, you know, it's, yeah, I would, you know, it's precious. And yeah. uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. Very good. Very good. You know, uh, so, yeah, I just pray that, uh, yeah, I just, I surrender to him. He's, he's really yeah. all we've got. Awesome. All right. Well, so you start, you've got a significant word about cartels and trafficking and all of that. So. Yes. Yeah, so, so a couple of days ago, uh, you know, I wake up and, you know, it's December 26th, Boxing Day, you know, 3, 3, 12 in the morning. I wake up and it was just like that. I was just, mm. and the Lord just, he started to speak. And uh, he said, Mexico, I'm going to shake the cartels of this great nation. out of no. the hands of the enemy where they've been used for destruction and death for far mm. too long. I'm going to come and I'm going to invade them by my spirit and territorial wall, territorial wars will be a thing of the past. Wow. I'm coming with holy visitations and they're going to come face to face with me. El Shaddai, God almighty. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and they shall taste of it, and they shall turn from their wicked and evil ways. I will not relent upon them, and there will be nowhere that they can run and hide from me. They will turn themselves into authorities, wow. uh, looking to clean the slate. The fear and the terror that they brought into the communities shall be no more you will find many becoming your defenders and protectors under the shadow of my wing, redeemed by my oh. blood. Dirty money will burn in the hands of the authorities. And they will be exposed and they will be brought to justice. For I'm pulling out every stop against the drug lords. Oh. And I'm giving opportunity for repentance to shut things down and to turn things over and grace and mercy will follow those who call on my name but woe to those who are stubborn and proud and mock my name woe to those who traffic my children mm. for i'm bringing justice to the weak and the poor and the vulnerable my children are not a commodity. It would be better to tie a millstone around your neck and be crossed into the sea than bring harm unto my children. Your days are numbered. And rest assured, I will not let this go unaddressed. Those that have I, those that have held open the gates for your trafficking and have looked the other way are being held to account <gasps> for I'm coming to my children, to my little lambs, mm. and I will rescue them and I will deliver them. I will save them and heal them for they are precious to me. Okay. These ones shall be the greatest of the end time harvesters, full of my love, compassion, and authority. Oh, so Mexico, 
prepare to flourish. For as I bring deliverance to you, there shall be a favor upon you. For I'm raising up and releasing righteous leaders and governors to steward and to lead the way to prosperity. So Mexico, your generosity will be known to the nations. For what I'm releasing through you shall bring relief and save many. And the glory shall be given unto my name. My favor shall rest upon the land and the hands of my people. So Mexico, oh, passionate ones, turn to me with all of your heart on this day. Mm. For it is my greatest desire to set you free from everything that besets you and bring you abundant life. Come walk with me in the light and watch me restore, heal, and deliver you. Deliver you from your enemies. For I have called you under greater things. And now is the hour to enter into them. And holy is the word of the Lord. Wow. Wow, that's such an, uh, if I can put it in these terms, it's such an overdue word. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not the way God would look at it. But I mean, it's like we've heard for generations the cartels, the cartels, the cartels, and how they control that uh, otherwise beautiful country. And and yet I think that's probably why even some of the prophets from uh, Mexico are just, they're kind of more silent. I just can't find them hardly. And they're probably, many of them are even in fear of their lives if they become public because of these cartels. So that's that's really going to be an amazing thing to see that change. Wow. You know, even, even Steve, just, you know, we were doing some prayer and communion before we came on here this morning with you. And the Lord dropped in. He gave me another little glimpse. And I believe that there are those that are, are coming. I made a few notes. I believe that the father is bringing unsolved crimes, murders, and cases that have been in the hands of the authorities. They're going to be settled. <clears throat> because there are some that are going to be coming forth with confessions under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And they're going to be coming and they're going to be turning themselves in. And, and there's also going to be wit a wave of witnesses that are going to be coming forward with keys to files that have been long left, kind of unresolved. And so there's closure coming. I believe this isn't just for, for Mexico, but I actually believe this is for, for the United States of America. Wow. And, and, and other nations. I believe there's a wave of justice that's being released right now. So uh, I decree and declare. Yeah. Oh. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. As by the way, it's interesting that you said that you could feel that word going out even days later. All of us, it's like that's what God said: is I won't, my word won't return void, but it will go out and accomplish what I want. So you you sometimes feel it accomplishing, uh, which is that not everybody has that gift of feeling. I think James Gall describes that kind of gift where you feel it happening through you. It's a it's a fascinating gift. Yeah, it, it, you know, and, and there's times I'm going to be honest, you know, I, I can I can appreciate the fear that might be in the Mexican prophets. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you come out and you release some of this stuff, there is there, you know, you're taking a chance. You're kind of putting yourself out on a limb. 
And, yeah. uh, Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And you know, uh, but but the Lord told me, he said, Barry, you know, I'm, I'm taking you to places. I'll be with you. There's, there, there's going to be times it's not going to be easy, but I'll be with you every step of the way. And so I would rather be obedient and release what he gives me yeah. than try and be in a self-preservation mode. So good. So good. Wow. Yeah. Good. Well, you've got a word about uh, President Trump. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Now, now this, Steve, you know, for, for about a week, you know, I've had, you know, it's funny, like with me, sometimes I'll have, the Lord will just give me little splatterings here, here or there, yeah. where highlight little things here and there. And so for the last week, you know, there were, there was, you know, something kind of ruminating and, uh, you know, you can't, you know, it's kind of on the back burner. You can't, unless the Lord brings it and opens it up, you know, you, but, but you pay attention. And so, uh, you know, actually yesterday morning, 530, the Lord woke me up and, and started to stir me. And it was just like, he started to put these pieces together and uh and he relieve, released this word and so as raw and un you know cut you know th- this is how it came i'm just going to give it exactly yeah. you know as it came and so what he said to me was get ready america the greatest days of history are upon you awesome you've travailed and you've wept and you've been brought to your knees and yes i've heard your prayers and i've seen every tear and I know the price that you've paid along the journey. And I, I'm not a man that cannot lie. But do, so do not give up hope. Oh, America, the beautiful. You're going to see justice restored in your land. Okay. I am dismantling each and every corrupt agency. Mm. Oh, and institution. <laughs> that has not honored my name and my statutes. You have not seen it all. There's more to come. Mm. And I've called the unlikely to get her done. And the cards will soon all be out on the table. And it will be undeniable <laughs> who was in play. For Donald J. Trump, I've called you and I've positioned you to get this done. The battle has been fierce and it's come at a great price, but rest assured the victory is at hand. Those that oppose you and think they have had a chance had better think again. Where they have been bought, they shall pay. It will not turn out good for them. And they that all that they all that they thought they had shall be taken from them. Mm. The place of favor will be no more. Donald J. Trump, you are not alone, for I'm with you. And I'm gonna open up your eyes in a new way. And you're gonna see with a new lens. And a new understanding and even even greater than you've had in the past for you've asked for more and you shall have it
Ooh. I'm bringing around, in and around you, those that you can trust with all that is within you. You will need them. <clears throat> Pay close attention. For I have not, I not only have called you to tear down, but I've called you to rebuild. <clears throat> and rebuild you shall once again on my foundations. America the beautiful, hold fast unto my word and my promises, for I will redeem and restore all that the enemy has taken. So do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not doubt or waver in unbelief as things continue to shake and come to light. Mm. It has to take place for all to see. For I have a destiny and a call upon this nation that shall be fulfilled. And there are some false flags coming, so be prepared. The enemy will stop at nothing to stop what I'm doing. And you will quickly see who is pulling the strings. Evidence will abound and justice will be served. So hold fast unto me, no matter what you see or hear, for I'm way ahead of them and they will play right into my hands. The rest in me and my peace and share my peace and my love with everyone I bring alongside of you. Mm. For you, dear ones, who call me by name and are washed in my blood shall lead mm. many into the kingdom in this hour. So make room at your table. Mm. Pull up another chair for the, our harvest is at hand. And holy is the word of the Lord. Oh. You know, I think one of the, the, the whole thing was encouraging, but I mean, I, the one that stood out to me was, was it Donald Trump where the Lord said, you've asked for more and I'm going to give it to you. And that is huge because that's a humility that people accuse him of being other than a humble man. I, I consider him pretty humble for what he's been able to accomplish and the favor that's on his life and and the love that we always express, he still has a humility within him that he would privately ask for more from the Lord. And the Lord is publicly revealing to us that Donald Trump is asking him for more. That's a very cool thing to know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see I see him pressing into the Father in ways wow. that that he you know, he he is digging deeper. And I see the obviously the Lord is coming and he's gonna bring uh, an upgrade <coughs> to President Trump for what has to happen in 2023. <laughs> and uh, it's going to get real exciting. So I, I, I just can't wait. Good, good. So you do have a smile on your face when you said it's going to get real exciting. So that, that's good. Because <laughs> there's other kinds of exciting too without smiles. So that's good that you're... I see a smile on your face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's uh, there, there's a lot more coming that, uh, that we're thankful for. So and good, so uh, the Lord orchestrates, you know, behind the scenes with different ones, different assignments. And, and there's a convergence happening that not only is going to impact the United States of America, it's going to impact Canada as well. And furthermore, the nations and the Ukraine. <laughs> You know, so I, I, we got great days ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so, so, so good, so good. So now you had this one is the Valley of Dry Bones. I, I was looking at these notes yesterday and I thought, man, this is intense. So I'm looking forward to hearing this. It's a pretty lengthy one too, isn't it? It's Yeah, you know, and, and you know, Steve, this, you know, I have shared this before, and but the Lord had really put it on my heart uh, to share it again today. And then uh, I just ask, you know, Holy Spirit, come and breathe upon your word. Yeah. And Lord, I pray that that you would go and you touch your people, Father, with what you have today. Yeah. Uh, now, now this this was an encounter. I've never had one like it, you know, since well, before or or since to the degree that this that this one was. But you know, on this day, I woke up at you know five thirty in the morning and I had a fire burning in my spirit. Yeah. And so I was, you know, just praying and soaking, you know, in the early morning and. And the Lord took me deep into an encounter. And and Steve, he took me into the Valley of Dry Bones. Whether I was in my body or out of my body, I could I couldn't tell you. Wow. It was that real. It was that it was it was that you know, it was that real. I could see, you know, the humidity, the 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 sun wow. the, the, on my skin. Like it was, I was just right there. And wow. So he took me into the valley of dry bones and and Steve, where I stood, you know, there, there was this valley, and it was miles long, not not super wide, but as far as I could see, there were bones spread out, you know, through this valley. And so I, I literally was was walking in and, you know, around these these bones that were scattered through the dust. And in fact, you know, it was so dry that it was like a powder, like I don't, you know, like powder cement, you know, or flour. Yeah, you know, how yeah. fine and, and and dry that is, but that's that's how it was. You know, you take a step and it would just kind of, you know, poof. And you know, my shoes were thick with dust. Mm. So I'm just going to read Ezekiel 37 because yeah. this, this is the place that he took me into. And so this is you know Ezekiel 37. You know, he's you know the dry bones live, and so. It says, uh, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out of the spirit in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them and all around. Behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh, Lord, only, only you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. And I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. And then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. But as I prophesied, there was a noise and a subtle rattling. And the bones came together, bone on bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Mm -hmm. Also, he said unto me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, 
and breathe on these slain that they may live. Wow. So I prophesied and as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood up on their feet and became an exceeding great army. And he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Gee. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Mm. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, thus says the Lord God, behold my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come out from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I've opened up your graves, all my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you'll live. You shall live and I will place you in your own land. Wow. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Wow. So, so this is a scripture into which I was taken on that morning, Steve. So as I walked through this encounter, and I'll say more like stumbled through it because yeah. I, I was kind of a mess. You know, I just kind of was weeping, but it was so desolate. It was so barren. You know, the hopelessness lingered in the air. I had never experienced such a dry, dusty, lifeless environment. Really? It, 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 it was a desert. And as I looked around, there were so many that you, know, you could see they had just given up along the way. You know, they had, you know, they'd been on a journey and they, they'd given up on hopes and dreams. You know, everything that seemed to be against them and, and they'd given up the, the fight to live. And as I walked around, it was all, Steve, it was like a word of knowledge came out of these bones because I knew their really? story. Like, really? I, like I walked by these bones and I can't say, I mean, I just knew where these bones had been. It was like a word of knowledge had come, and I just mm. I, knew, I knew the details and the circumstances of how they ended up there, and how they perished, and what they'd been through, and what they'd faced. And so I was led to an area, and there was a, a kind of a, a pile of, of you know it looked like a dump truck had come, and you know there were there were you know this pile of bones, and my attention was drawn, and underneath it, you know, kind of sticking out from the side. There was, I was drawn to a Canadian flag. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, there was just enough kind of sticking out for me to identify it. And, you know, it was folded up like it would be for a funeral or, or you know, presentation and burial. You know, they kind of fold yeah. it in a triangle, you know, they'll present at a, you know, at a, at a service for military, mm -hmm. you know, people that have been in the service. So I knew that these bones were Canadian bones and this particular pile. And uh, the ones there had lost hope for the nation of Canada and what it had once been and all that had been lost. Now, you know, the, the whole valley, and there, there were bones from all across the, the nations. Like, this, you know, this wasn't just, you know, this just wasn't Canadian bones. These, these, these were bones from all over. And I was just overcome by grief as I saw the bones from these people and hurting so badly from all that they'd come through. And I walked through them and I saw that miracles were in the air and they were starting to come to these dry and dead bones. Um, <laughs> As I would begin to walk by, mm. they began to move and, and, and stir. And uh, I saw that there were so many that were brought and taken down with such deep regrets. 
you know, there were some that had made one bad decision in their life. Wow. And, and it had shaped the rest of their lives for a struggle. And they replayed it over and over in their mind, thinking that if they, they just have, if they had done it differently, how life would have been, been good. If they could only do a, re, you know, a do-over just once, then everything would have been okay. But I saw the disappointments and the, and the lost dreams that had taken, taken so many out that, you know, things had just not turned out like they expected. Mm -hmm. They had done all the right things, but circumstances, unexpected events broke their hearts and broke mm -hmm. their spirits. And they just weren't able to get past them and recover from them. You know, there were those that had been betrayed mm. and devastated, you know, rejected to the core. You know, they were so hurt and broken that they just couldn't carry on. They didn't have the strength within them, you know, to go one more step. And there they perished. Anger, unforgiveness, bitterness had sucked the life out of them and then they didn't make it. I saw others, Steve, that I saw others that I saw that they had health issues, you know, that were taken out. And I was actually taken into a hospital room and there was a woman, you know, in, in an induced coma and she had very raw and sore throat and she had been kind of intubated. And, you know, they'd been, you know, they'd been taking it in and out, you know, there's this mm. procedure after procedure. And, you know, she was in a very sterile, clean, you know, uh, environment. And a nurse came in and was tenderly kind of caring for her you know, preparing for the next steps and procedures, you know, according to the medical people, what they were going to try and do. And, and, but as I walked around wave after wave, you know, of weeping just poured through me mm. and, uh, you know, the, the bones, as I would walk, they began to shake and a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger. And, uh, you could feel the miracles and the life in the air, you know, just hovering over them. Mm to bring life so I, but i could feel you know the hopelessness and depression and oppression that had been on heavy on so many they just couldn't get out of it i came to places steve where i knew that these i saw the bones of the abused mm. and then they've been holding on to secrets all their life that no one knew about and they just carried that pain and that trauma trying to function the best that they could unsuccessfully until they just kind of bled out. But I saw miracles coming to, to the dry bones of the abused. And then I saw, Steve, I saw bones of the abusers, the ones that had inflicted this upon them. Mm. Now, they were doing things that they didn't want to do. They wanted to be free, but they just on their own, they just couldn't get free. And, and so they knew, like they, they tried to stop what they were doing on their own, but but that no matter how hard they tried, they just couldn't stop that cycle that they were in. So they were full of full of shame, full of guilt, full of pain. They just they just gave up. And uh, I saw the bones shaking, rattling, and coming to life. And the spirit of God hovering over these ones to bring life and restoration and healing. Steve, I came across bones of First Nations. And I was taken in and I knew, I saw the reserve that they come from. And they were so hurting and oppressed, struggling against racism and oppression and poverty. And uh, it just seemed like everything had been against them. But I saw miracles in the air. 
that were coming for the First Nations. Wow. And the bones of the First Nations were starting to shake and move. Oh, ah, the miracles were in the air. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And then I saw Steve, I came and this was some of this was kind of, I mean, it was all kind of hard. Like, yeah, I laid in my bed and I wept for hours as God took me through this thing. But I saw the dry bones of many families. You know, some families were together and they were struggling to try and make things work and, and get together. You know, they'd taken a hit after hit one way or another. You know, they were broken, broken, hurting, in despair, just struggling and unable to overcome the adversity that had hit them. You know, I saw the dry bones of some families that had been dispersed. They'd been separated, very broken, you know, mm. and far apart. Mm. You know, there was lost communication. It was like communication had been cut off sometimes for years. Decades, mm. misunderstandings, offenses, unforgiveness, judgments, heartbreak, rejection, and it had all taken its toll. And so I, I just, Steve, I saw the hurt and the pain in them because in their core, I believe, you know, I saw that, you know, that it wasn't the way they wanted it to turn out. And so I just wept and wept seeing the hurt. Mm. But Steve, these bones were starting to rattle as I walked through them. There was a, the Spirit of God was hovering, waiting to bring life and restoration. Steve, I saw bones of husband and wives. They had been fighting and raging at one another. I saw children hiding and peeking through the cracks of a bedroom mm. door, afraid and frightened as the ones that were meant to love and protect them were kind of under control. And I just wept and wept. I saw others that had been through financial hits and attacks. It, it took mm. many resources, opportunities stripped right away from them, from beneath their feet. You know, I saw empty stores, empty shops, you know, mm. empty commercial places, sites, uh, you know, industrial sites, just, you know, the, this financial hit. You know, families just struggling to make ends meet, you know, just to put enough food on the table or to cover the rent, you know, to be able to stay one more month. But I saw as I walked through these that the shaking on these dry bones was increasing. <laughs> the Spirit of God was coming to bring redemption and freedom for them. Steve, I, I walked and I saw the bones of addicts. Well, that's an intense one right there. Uh, addictions of all sorts. Bondages of all kinds. They were trapped, trying to soothe the pain with unhealthy substances, you know, and actions, you know, temporary fixes that didn't help them in the long run, but actually only increased the pain. And, and so many had lost their lives along the way. Huh? They thought just, you know, they got that one bad hit mm -hmm. that had taken them out. And Steve, I just wept and wept seeing what they had to overcome. 
but I saw the Spirit of God hovering over them. Bones beginning to rattle to bring them out of that. I came upon others, and it was the dry bones of pastors and leaders, broken and weak, but they were so dry. Mm -hmm. They had nothing left to give. They had given everything that they had for those that they were trying to care for. They carried the weight of the ones they loved, and some they didn't, but, you know, they did it anyway. And they'd been attacked and hammered on again and again on the front lines, caring and pastoring. And they took some big hits, you know, mostly in silence. And yet again, not to cause hurt and pain by, you know, or hurt to the ones that had been striking them, but they were spent. And they were just kind of mechanically going through the actions, trying to protect themselves. And they were dry and they were weak and they were weary and they were broken. And many of them really unsure where to go from here. But there was life trembling through this valley of dry bones. And what God says will live and it will live. And God is big enough to bring resurrection life to it all. So to every dead thing that the enemy took out, God can raise it up. So as I walked through this valley, you know, shaking and weeping, I saw life beginning to flow through these dry bones, bringing healing, hope, restoration to these places of devastation. And I just, you know, said the dry bones, hear the word of the Lord and live. And resurrection power is coming among us. The breath of God is blowing into each one, each family, each life. And the dry bones are coming to life. For there are still miracles today and the days to come. It's not as if God just had a shelf full of so many miracles. And once these are handed out, that's it. It's not like that. There are miracles to be released here and today. There's more than more than enough for everyone. So there's hope today. So no matter, no matter where you are, what you're going through, what you're facing, what the situation is, God loves you. Mm. He's bringing life to your dry bones and situations. He's bringing healing and restorations and those things that you thought were done and gone that were hopeless. God is bringing his life. And I believe this is where we're going next year. We're in a time, time, Steve, where God's heart is to raise up his army full of love and compassion and authority to take in the harvest that's at hand. And it starts with many of us here. Wow. I I want to ask you, Barry, so when obviously you wept all the way through this experience, you were on, it sounds like you're on your bed. You knew you were on your bed, but you also were there. Yes. At, at, and, and you were literally there yes. and you wept all the way through it. Do you yes. feel like God was accomplishing intercession at that point? Were you literally accomplishing uh, intercession in the spirit through the weeping is that what is it's because it's, it's like a multifaceted question were you experiencing the pain or were you uh, accomplishing deliverance at the beginning of deliverance what how would you describe what was going on i believe steve that there there was an intercessory part of that i think when you're brought into a place where where you can and, and some there are some people that have got a gift that way yeah where they'll come in and, and they'll, they'll have they, they can feel, you know, 
what's going on here there is an identificational place of mm-hmm. of intercession and and so you know with a word of knowledge coming out of what i saw out of these bones and seeing the circumstances from where they've come you know that was and then that compassion that it you know was brought out of you know my heart you know i believe that it was it was definitely an intercessory prophetic time that i walked through you know that place and uh, and so i believe that you know, we're going to see more of that. And, and, and so it's, is it fair then to say, you know, people are watching this or will watch this in a replay. They, when they see you describing addictions that they themselves cannot get out of, no matter how they try, whether the addictions are substances or actions or abuse uh, or, or, or horrible abuse, they can take this as a word of the Lord that God's going to, is that how you would describe it? They can receive this as a word that, that God's going to break through? Yes, Steve. Uh, you know, I, I think those that had, had had been taken out and overcome, you know, by, by all of these things, whether it was the abusers or the abused or the, or no. the oppression or I, 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 the, the overwhelming love of God Wow, that I felt for these ones walking through there. It, they, it was not his plan for them to perish along the way. And, and is it, it true, that, Barry? Am I reading right that you felt the same compassion for the abusers that were stuck as those who were being abused? Was it the same, Steve? It was the same. Wow, the love, the love that the, you know they they were caught in a place that mm. they couldn't get free from. They were caught in a place in a cycle that out of their brokenness you know that they were going to you know you know every man has his own poison they say or his own medicine yeah. It was, yeah. it's not good and but but we look at you know we look at one thing and we judge it this way and we look at another and like it's there there's a scale that this one's worse yeah. than that. but but i don't believe it's so if there's a brokenness and a detachment from the love of God where you don't know his love is big enough to go in and deal with that thing in you, you're going to be forced. You'll be operating out of that orphan spirit, trying to yeah. prove yourself, trying yeah. to, you know, if I can just do this, if I pray more, if I fast more, if I yeah. out of a, out of a position of works. Yeah. And, and, but you know, the father, he's got a different way to go about that. And, and his yeah. love, his love, it is, it is the, the, the strongest weapon that he has. Wow. You know, I can relate to that on so, so many levels. My dad's with the Lord now for 30 years. He died at only 59 with the heart condition that he caused himself by his horrific sins against his family members, myself included. But he was, in, in, I'm even receiving this word for what he was stuck in. For all of those growing up years, he he would be good. He would get up in front of the church and preach a sermon, and people loved his teachings. And then he would come back and he would abuse his daughters and abuse his kids. And and what I'm hearing you say is God saw the future, and God saw he was stuck, and he couldn't get unstuck. And what I saw is towards the very, very, very end of his life, he ended up calling everybody and apologizing for his sins. He did the repentance, but I don't think he ever got fully delivered until he went to be with the Lord. Right. Um, 
because if he had lived longer, he probably would have fallen back into it. Right. And, 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 you know, I think that, you know, as a body, we're often, you know, maybe guilty of withholding love from people that are broken. Yeah. And, you know, we, we tend to want to judge them and, and look at them and, and, and withhold, withhold our love from them. Yeah. And when it, in reality, it's the thing that they need the very most, you know, they're dealing with the shame, the guilt, the, they look at it every day in the mirror. You know, they're, they're more aware of it than anyone. And, and so the more that they want to hide and, and protect that thing, you know, there, there's just this unhealthy cycle that, that goes. And so, you know, my, you know, as you see the love of God start to come and bring restoration into some of the worst, you know, when that repentance comes and as God starts to bring that healing and that trust, uh, the authority that's released out of that, for the, out of the wow. overcomers, um, you well, know, you I, know I, where, you know, I watch you carefully while you're speaking and did today, uh, especially but when, when compassion really hit you hard was when you walked into, and so all of these hopeless, hopeless, hopeless cases of addictions and you, it broke you. I can feel it while I'm saying it, that that was the Lord's heart. In other words, See, I can feel it. <laughs> Get this. I, I can feel the Lord's heart towards those that could not break out of yeah. their sin. Yeah. And it wasn't anger. It was compassion. I mean, that doesn't even make logical sense in our thinking processes, you know. He's yeah. supposed to be angry at all the victimizers, and, and you know, it's it's a little more complex than that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you look at the Father and, and how, yeah. how how Jesus, I mean, on our worst day, he'll come and he'll give us a kiss and he'll bring restoration. And and he'll take the, the you know, what the enemy is meant to destroy us as God starts to come with his love and bring that restoration. I think there's a level of, you know, you look at the disciples and, yeah. you know, they, were, they weren't learned men. I mean, they hadn't come through, you yeah. know, the, <laughs> they were they were they, they were broken people yeah and, uh, and god took them and and gave them an authority to walk in the love and the compassion that he did to to change the world and uh, it was an offense to many yeah and so i just uh it just wrecks me well and, isn't that you know we we always are taught jesus was a friend of sinners and Jesus ate with sinners, and we would say, well, that was really good. He was demonstrating that he loved everybody. But do we really, really grasp what he was doing? He was going to the house of people, some of which were probably vile sinners. The Bible just says they were sinners or they were tax collectors or, you know, they, if they were prostitutes, they were they were probably the, the victimizers of the prostitutes, you know. But it was probably much... If the truth were known, and humanity is what humanity is, there were probably some really vile uh, perpetrators that he went and had lunch with. Yeah, and it's like we have a hard time making that add up, but that's who he is. Yeah, and, and we're in a time in our culture where the indoctrination of, of some of these things within our children, within our society, within our culture. Uh, you know, is so, you know, opposite of, of the father's 
you know, heart and kingdom. And, and so you've got, you know, now nations full of people that don't know their identity. They, mm-hmm. they, they have no clue about their identity in the Father. And so they're trying to, you know, figure that out. And, and so I see as, as God raises up the church and, and brings those forward, the moms and the dads, the mothers and the fathers, and the, the, the loving brothers and sisters, that as, as they're brought into a, a position, um, you know, I think that you're going to see, you know, this impartation of love that cuts through all of that stuff. And I mean, it'll, you know, these indoctrinations that, you know, you look at the things that are happening in our schools and, and within our government, I mean, it, it's, it's devastating as we know, but, but the love of God, he honestly can come into every spot and bring healing and deliverance and wholeness. And, and I think that we're going to see that great harvest, but it's going to be a little messier than maybe yeah. some prepared to do. Yeah. yeah, and by messy, it probably means really, really messy because God will confront us with our own uh, probably judgments towards those who are perps, who are perpetrators. Yep. And and we and he's going to challenge us with loving them too, like what you. That's where that's where it got me today. Is God broke out through you when you started even identifying uh, with love and compassion for those. Oh man, it's like, geez, it's huge. Yeah, I think we're going to be confronted with a little bit of that. Not in, and I think when God confronts us, he will be compassionate towards his confrontation with us too. It's the same. Yep. Loving God will lovingly confront us yes. <laughs> with yeah. the same inability to to forgive and and restore. Yeah, it's a boy sends equal opportunity. Well, Barry, uh, if you got a couple minutes to pray for the people and pray whatever God's gonna put in your heart. Yeah, I uh, Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, Father, we've turned. We, we, we've opened up quite a bit here today. And, yeah. And Father, I just know that your arm is not too short to heal. Yeah. Your arm is not too short to deliver. And so, Father, I just pray that, Father, by your spirit, you would just come with a fresh baptism of love over everyone, every family, every mom, every dad, every grandma, grandpa, child, uncle, and mm. Father, yeah. every Lord, I pray that you just come upon them with your great love. And Lord, you know the spots within them and the struggles and the battles. But Lord, you you've you've got a way, Lord, that within within a moment, Lord, you can come and bring a shift and a change. And so we just declare and we decree life over your people today. Yeah. We we declare and we decree healing and restoration, Lord. We decree and declare miracles and and family revivals and restoration and healing for physical uh, times of physical healing, Lord, among those that are battling sickness and disease. Lord, we pray for the addictions, Lord, the ones with addictions of all sorts. Lord, I pray Mm. that by your loving kindness, Lord, you would come upon each one with a visitation, Lord, that you would show them your love, but you would also put people in their lives, Lord, that would come and walk them down a loving road unto you, Lord. We ask for divine appointments for each son and daughter, Lord, that's stuck and struggling. Lord, I pray for the First Nation people, Lord, the ones in the reserves that are, are, again, 
been oppressed and have been through so, so much, Lord, that are such a key and a gift to, to our nations. Lord, I pray that 2023 would be a year of tremendous healing and advancement for your First Nations people, Lord. Father, come in your goodness, come in your glory, Lord. I pray that we would hear testimonies, Father, from, the, from coast to coast, Lord, of how you've touched, how you've brought repentance, how you've brought healing, how you've brought revelation of your goodness, Father, to your kids. Lord, I pray for those that are financially struggling, Lord, that, that you know, you the single moms and, and the, the elderly, Lord, on fixed incomes, how they, Lord, they, they struggle sometimes to make ends meet. Lord, I ask yeah. that we declare, declare and decree supernatural financial resources, Father, like the bread and the fish be released unto these ones, Father. Yeah. And I, I just, Lord, I just pray for, um, you know, the, the single moms and, and Lord that, mm. you know, sometimes are, you know, have to, to deal with so much that most people don't see. Lord, I just pray a special blessing upon them. Father, come in your goodness. Lord, I yeah. pray for leaders, Lord, that are dry, pastors and, and leaders, Father, that that they're, they're just, they're going through the actions. Lord, I ask for fresh fire how? to come upon them, Lord, in this hour, Father, fresh yeah. revelation, fresh visitation, Lord, Father, upon dry denominations, yeah. Lord, that that are struggling, just going through, through the motions, Lord, Holy Spirit, fire come with your revival power and love, Lord. So we declare and we decree a shift. How? We declare a shift over your people in this day. Lord, we're coming out of a quite a year and we're coming into another one. Mm. And so Lord, we just declare and decree a shift. How? Father, everything that is out of alignment with you, Father, within your people, Lord, I pray that you'd come and illuminate it. How? By your grace and your goodness, Father, that it could be brought into alignment for your purposes, that destinies could be fulfilled in Jesus' name. How? And we pray, Father, for for President Trump and his mm -hmm. administration and those that are running with him. Lord, I pray that you'd come over his walls too, Lord, that you would bring yes, life and, and Lord, just bless him, bless him, bless him, yes, protect Lord. him, protect him, give them every resource. How, Father, that they would need to do what they need to do right now. Lord, Lord, we, we thank you for what you're doing and what you're bringing to pass. We bring honor and glory unto mm. your name, Lord. We're so thankful for your goodness and your kindness in our lives. Lord, we ask for more intimacy. Lord, We I ask that you bring an increase of the giftings with, or within your people. Mm. Lord, if they press into you as they fast and as they pray and as they look at your head, Lord, I pray that you would not deny them. How? Lord, that you would take them deeper and wider into places, Lord, they've yet to go where there's unbelief, where they just can't figure these things out of their brain. Lord, I pray that you'd come with a fire within their spirits. How? Through the night, Lord, through the days, Lord, they would come to know you in ways that they have yet to, to see you and know you. So, Lord, come, bring bring that to your people, I pray, with, with great measure in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Barry, thank you so much. Uh, I know it was intense today. You'll probably need to rest after this because, I mean, you poured it out. I know that can be exhausting on the, on the soul, but, uh, you know, we, we pray for your healing and your speedy recovery and uh, that back surgery. Will, you're waiting for that to be scheduled. Is that what it is? You're on a waiting list? Yeah, I'm on a waiting list. Uh, 
they've been in touch with me and they said uh, you know they'll be in touch so okay, whether so that means january with so they it'd be they're they're saying a 10-hour surgery and then probably like a three-month you know kind okay. of recovery period wow so do they just send they let you know one day and you're 24 hours later you're at the hospital is it kind of just they give a guy you know and i mean i'm believing that god could heal me before then sure and I'm trusting him uh you know along the path here so so in the meantime you know we just uh we continue good 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 well a quick reminder everybody that of course it's new year's this weekend and then monday we will because it's the they, they, I guess that's the official celebration is Monday because the, in the U.S. it's the Monday after the holiday. So we won't, we won't have a, a show on Monday, but Johnny will do his Johnny Enel Unfiltered on Tuesday. So that will be the first show of 2023 is Tuesday. So very thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. God bless you. Thanks for pouring out. I know thank you're exhausted. You. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys so much. Love you as well. So have a great weekend and happy new year. And we will see you all on Tuesday. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.